it's Tiffany. We want to thank you guys for joining us today on Mommy's Wine Time. Today we're going to be discussing bullying. Uh, Lisa, you want to start off with the ice cream wine today? Yes. Today, instead of regular wine, Tiffany picked us up. It's Mercer's Wine Ice Cream, um, the ultimate pairing. This one says it's a port. Um, it's 5% alcohol. Pretty delicious, if you ask me. What about you, Tiff? It is really, really, really good. Tiff's already drunk off of it. She called right, me Danielle I'm already. Tipsy, yeah, I <laughs> for the wrong names. But. Mm, yum. So, Danielle, why don't you tell the people about you? <laughs> well, I am not... Um, having any ice cream today. Because she's I'm, pregnant. <laughs> these two goofballs think that I'm pregnant, but I'm actually fasting from like cakes and ice creams and desserts and that type of stuff. So, so I'm just to be her because it's delicious. <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there. Danielle knew before mm. I bought this on Thursday <laughs> and decided on Sunday automatically she was going to <clears throat> fast from yeah. dessert that I was bringing. I totally forgot about it until today, literally. <laughs> You know, so, she's fasting. And she got a daiquiri, but, um... Last time it was gone by now, and it's yeah, not even barely drinking. No. Oh, my goodness. I will finish the daiquiri, guys. Mm -hmm. I am not pregnant, for the record. No baby coming from Danielle. <laughs> we'll see in nine months, people. <laughs> right. I think that's what we heard about China, too. If you two jinx me, I promise. <laughs> oh, it would be a jinx. I'm coming back for the both. <laughs> We're just confirming things that are already in existence. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Right. Eight and a half months, because Danielle's probably like two weeks pregnant. Oh, my God. That's goodness. probably why she, she knows she's pregnant, and she had to make this fast thing up, you know? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Danielle's very we'll fertile. We'll see next week <laughs> if she's not having anything to uh, drink. <laughs> she's going to have another excuse. Oh, I decided I was going to fast from wine this week. <laughs> All right. It'll be wine. <laughs> she's not really saying much. <laughs> It's two against one, you guys. <laughs> what am I going to say? That's okay. Um, I just want to say sorry if you hear me coughing because I'm a little sick. If you can't tell, I sound like a navel congested pig over here. <laughs> um, so today, um, it's my topic to pick, and I decided to talk about bullying. Um, I actually went on social media and asked for some suggestions and... Um, Two people responded with bullying, so I decided, hey, why not? Let's talk about that. It's kind of becoming a, a big thing again, it seems like, in social media. And, um, and it truly is something that needs to be, um, you know, continue to be addressed because it, you know, needs to stop. And um, so one of the first articles um, that I actually found, I was, I was really interested in statistics of bullying and, and that's pretty much is what it's called. And I found it on nobullying.com. Um, it says, and this was actually just updated in June of 2015. So I wanted to make sure that I found the most recent statistics. Um, it says at least 52% of teens have been bullied online, according to the iSafe Foundation. Um, in a study conducted by the Cyberbullying Research Center in 2014, about 10 to 20 percent of young teens confess to being bullied on a regular basis. That's crazy. One million children on Facebook alone were harassed, 
as reported by the Consumer Reports. Um, DoSomething.org suggests that 90% of children in grades 4 through 8 have been bullied at some point. That is crazy. 90% of students in the grades of 4th grade to 8th grade. ISAFE Foundation reports that 35% of children have actually been threatened online, some more than once. Um, it seems like a lot of statistics are towards online more than in schools, because um, I do think, obviously, cyberbullying is way easier for some people to do than, you know, to do it in people's faces, or you can sit behind a computer, and of course you think you're big and bad, and you can say anything. Um... And then it says, um, it says, on the other side of the spectrum, there are shocking statistics about the number of bullies that exist online and in real life. While it can sometimes be difficult to determine the identity of bullies and what their motives are, it is important to know how pre prevalent they are so you can teach your children to be careful and watch out for them. The problem with collecting information on bullies is that it is a far more difficult task due to bullying victims' fear of telling on their tormentors. It says, according to the Teen Online and Wireless Safety Survey conducted, now this says it was conducted in 2009, 34% um, of those who participated in cyberbullying did so both as victims and as bullies. So... Sounds like people are saying they were being bullied and they were bullied. Well, they normally what they say is people who have been bullied in turn become bullies themselves. Right. So it kind of makes sense. Yep. It says about 53% of children have said something that was mean or hurtful to someone else online, according to the iSafe Foundation. Um, American schools harbor at least... 2.1 million bullies. Um, I mean, it, it is, there's so much, and it, and it pretty much just keeps going on, and it looks like it kind of just keeps going back um, further years, and, and this, actually, part of the article talks about reasons for bullying. 11% um, of people say they have bullied to show off for their friends. 14% want to be mean. 21, I mean, hey. I just want to be mean. I mean, I don't want to be nice anymore. Nothing. I'm so tired of being nice. <laughs> I guess there are. That would be me. I just feel right. like being mean I today. Say, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to wake up and be mean. 21% um, are out to embarrass the victim. Um, 20 attainment. 58% are trying to get back at the victim for various reasons. And 16% just have other reasons, period. Um, you know, and then it goes on to talk about how bullying has been, you know, an issue for many years. Um, but now with cyberbullying and social media, and it's, it's just so much more out there, kind of like everything. It's just out there more and because it's so easy just to go online and then it just goes from there. Do you feel, I don't know, sometimes when I hear bullying and cases of bullying, mm -hmm. part of me wonders if it's almost like um, child abuse. 
where everything under the sun is now labeled as child abuse. So when you have those extreme cases, you have so many people crying, you know, bullying, mm-hmm. that when there is extreme cases of kids actually being bullied, mm-hmm. nobody notices, nobody pays attention mm-hmm. because we're so busy telling everybody that, oh, if someone says something mean to you, that's bullying. Whereas there's kids who are probably getting harassed like all the time. Mm-hmm. And we're not paying attention to that kid because we're so busy listening to all these wolf cries of, I'm being bullied. Just because somebody says something mean to you, I wouldn't personally classify it as bullying. And I feel like when you teach kids that anytime somebody says something mean that's bullying, then they're running up to you, oh, so-and-so is bullying me. Then this kid who actually is getting bullied is getting ignored because of that. I agree. I don't, um, if if Rihanna comes home and says, because... Her problem this year has been her friends that she was friends with last year, they're in a different class this year. So they don't think they can be friends anymore, even on the playground. So she says they say mean stuff to her. They are just saying, like, I don't want to play with you. I um, I have new friends now. And, of course, to a third grader, that hurts her feelings. She thinks that's mean. I don't teach her that they're bullying her. I just say to her, you know, they're not nice. Don't talk to them. Why would you want to be their friends? Don't talk to them. Because I don't want her to think every time somebody is says just something mean. I mean, something like they bullying her because you're right. I do think sometimes kids who are truly getting bullied and something needs to be done, I think sometimes people just think that they cry wolf. And they're not truly crying wolf. But then at the same time, Maybe the other kids who are just saying it, some might say mean, maybe they're being hurt worse. So it's kind of like a, what would it be, a catch-22? Like, you just don't know what to believe or what to do. Sometimes I feel that teachers or um, other adults, I would say that's not necessarily your, you know, like, Mm-hmm. They're the child that's being bullied's parents or like close family or like really close friends. I think uh-huh. that they don't care as much. So sometimes I think they tend to turn the other cheek or like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's not someone that they truly, you know what I'm saying, care right. about. Where if it's someone you would care about and you see someone bullying them, you might step in and be like, hey, you know. Right. So I'm, and I know like they try to stay in school. It's like they're stopping and then trying to you know, teach the kids not to let it happen, but Brielle was in a bullying situation. Mm -hmm. And at first, that's how I thought. I was like, oh, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Turn the other cheek. You know, we went through so many different ways of how to go around it, but Mm -hmm. then it started getting physical. And even after it got physical, it was like one time Brielle, like, could barely stand on her leg and she was limping. And the teacher still blamed it on Brielle. Like, it was still Brielle's fault. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how is it that you physically see her limping? You can see a red mark on her, mm-hmm. but yet it's Brielle's fault. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand um, that, <laughs> and I agree, sometimes, like, this little girl, she just has a really difficult living situation right now, and it's very <coughs> unfortunate, but at the same time, that does not give a child a right to physically take their anger out on another child or even emotionally try to um put down you know what i'm saying another child Mm -hmm. we it was so bad that like i got into a confrontation with her um her grandparents and her grandfather got upset at brielle and was like i'm calling the cops finger all in her face and you know i'm just thinking like if he's doing this 
he has, like, she has to be seeing all of this stuff, you know, that's going on. And then after that happened, we sat down with the girls, and the little girl's like, you know, Braille's always trying to stick up for me when other kids are bullying her. And Braille's the only one that sticks up for her. And they bully her because of her clothes and Mm -hmm. that her parents are incarcerated, you know, that she has to live with her grandma. Like, she gets bullied for all those things, and then it's like you pick a weaker a weaker link you know whereas brielle's you know not gonna be a bully she's more of the i'm just gonna let it hurt my feelings you know cry type about it and i don't think that anything physical would not be construed as bullying yes like if you physically are touching somebody harming them that is definitely bullying but what i'm hearing from the statistics is it's saying has someone ever said something mean or hurtful to you? And the kids are like, yeah, 90-some percent of yeah, us. Okay, so them. if you have 90% of children telling you that someone says something mean or hurtful and you construe that as bullying, you are belittling the word bullying. Because yeah. bullying mm-hmm. is a bigger thing. Yes, the case that Brielle had where it was ongoing, it was physical, that's bullying yeah, yeah. for sure. That There's no question about it. But you get into, oh... Someone in my class said that I smell funny. Okay, that was mean. What you do is you just ignore the person. Now, if they were to continue to be harassed all throughout the year, the kid will not leave them alone, the kid starts pushing them, that is bullying. But I'm like, you cannot teach kids that because someone says one mean thing to you, that they are now a bully. Mm -hmm. It's like, it has to be an ongoing behavior to the point where you would call it bullying, or otherwise you're just saying... Everybody on earth is a bully. I'm sure everybody on earth has said something mean to somebody. So now are we all bullies? So then bullying means nothing because we're all bullies? It's kind of what you're doing to the word bullying by saying that bullying is every little thing that's construed as mean. And that's what my worry is with it. It's not so much your situation because, yeah, that's that's definitely classic case of bullying. But with this whole bullying movement and... You know, that, you're turning it into something. There was a lot of articles I didn't even post or whatever because I feel like they were, like, one article was talking about, have you ever been bullied and people give you bad looks? No, like, you were belittling the people who are truly being harassed like Brielle was and being bullied. Like, somebody giving somebody a mean look is not bullying them. If they maybe continue to harass them and continue, but it literally was just saying, have you ever been, I can't remember the exact words, like, have you ever had somebody give you a mean look? Well, you are being bullied. If you're being bullied, call this number, or go to this website, and you're like, I know. I think where the problem comes in is, and even as adults, I think that where the problem is, is that you have two different personalities that clash. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always joke around and I always say, like, um, for the most part, like, my female <laughs> friends are more outspoken than I am. Where they'll just say whatever, you know, just, like, say how they mm-hmm. feel and I'm kind of more, like, withdrawn back unless I'm, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. But, so, I sometimes, like, when I come in, like, head-to-head with a person with a strong personality, it makes me mad. And I mm-hmm. get, like, I'm easy to cry so it's like I start crying Mm -hmm. one because I feel like I really want to just say curse you out say all these mean things but then I'm like I don't want to do that at the same time so like I'm Mm -hmm. like the first person to like start crying and my feelings will be Mm -hmm. hurt I don't necessarily take that as bullying like a situation 
at work, I have a driver that I feel like uh, he feels that he overpowers females. So he only oh, talks hmm. to females in a certain situation. So every time we talk, and it can just be like a simple thing that needed to be said, we're always going back and forth at each other mm -hmm. because he feels that, you know, he can talk anyway. And I'm like, hey, you know, you're not going to talk to me this right. way. He'll get mad and hang up. And it's like when I come to you and like try to put a stop at how you're going to talk to me, then you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and this is every like time it. I have to talk to him. So it's right. like I cringe when I have to talk to him. I don't necessarily take that as bullying, but I think it's just his personality. Mm -hmm. And my personality clash, because I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, okay, I was nice. I'm not going to continue letting me, you know, talk, talk to me that way. But I think as an adult, we can look at that and say, okay, that's not bullying. You're just an a-hole or, right. you know, whatever else. But when it comes to kids, mm -hmm. I don't think that they can look at it, you know, in that mm -hmm. aspect of that's just their personality. So sometimes the kids will come and be like, this person said this or this person looked at me this way. And I'm like, okay. Go play somewhere else. Don't play with this kid. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. just say something. Like, even if you feel that you have to say something back. But I don't teach my kids, like, hey, you're being bullied. You know, I always yeah. say, like, I had a situation this year, once again, with Brielle. The, the little boy called her a chipmunk because she's black. Mm. And I guess that's, I mean, maybe it's the new N-word for little kids. It's called, and her feelings were hurt. And I, so I messaged the teacher and I just said, you know, I said, her feelings were really hurt about it. I said, it's nothing serious about it. I just want, you know, you to be aware. I said that he's calling her chipmunk, but he told her she's a chipmunk because she's black. And so I said, she already has like this conscience about herself. And I was like, you know, now, you know, I don't want her to feel one way you know because right. of her race or her like skin color or whatever so i'm like you know don't talk to this kid or you know whatever and it's like the kid keeps doing it and i'm like okay well you kind of have to stand up for yourself you need to say something back i'm like if he starts getting abusive i'm like then you know then do something about it or say something about it so the kid pushed her and i'm like she's like okay well what do i do now i said well tell him you have like two older brothers and two younger brothers I said, tell me of a brother that's, you know, in eighth grade that will come after. Well, I told him that, and he didn't care. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't know what else, you know, to continuously tell you. Just, and sometimes I feel that maybe, like, my kids are just a walking target, as bad as it sounds. But, you know, I kind of, like, want to teach them, hey, you kind of got to stand up for yourself. Like, I always can't be there to protect mm -hmm. you. But I don't want them to think that every little thing that, yes, they are being bullied for. Yeah, Rihanna had this little girl last year, and the little girl would always tell Rihanna, Ugh, you didn't do your hair good today. Why are you wearing those clothes? Why are you this? Or why are you that? And um, and then she said, like, would get to the point on the playground, the little girl would, like, walk and, like, knock into her. And I was finally like, you know what? Mm-mm. You are not going to let someone pick on you. I said, if she continues to do this and you need to turn around and you need to say don't talk to me you don't like me i don't really care don't talk to me and um and she said one time she told her and the girl was like oh does she seriously just like actually stick up for herself <laughs> and so she said she never would sit and talk about him and another time um i guess she had said somewhere around like i'm gonna go tell the teacher because i already told you don't talk to me and the girl's like, no, don't do that. And she messed with her again, thankfully, for, like, the rest of the year. But 
I said, you know, she's probably, maybe that's how she gets to talk to at home. Like, that whole back of that's how you're talking to. Because, you know, they were in second grade last year. And um, I said, or maybe she just thinks that's how you, how she wants to talk to people. I said, I wonder how many people, like, she must say stuff to that don't stick up to her if she was like, like, she didn't know what to say. Like, she was speechless, I guess. I think kids nowadays are just cruel. Like, mm-hmm. even at a young oh, age, I think they're just, like, I think when you're in, like, maybe, like, pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, like, mm-hmm. I think that maybe kids are still at that, um, what is it, like, that all honesty, mm-hmm. like, they just say whatever. But I think once you're in, like, <laughs> second, third, fourth grade, like, you kind of start knowing, like, what's, what you're saying mm-hmm. is actually being mean to someone like you're not being that friend that's like hey I'm just you know telling you honestly that you know you smell like I think like you know the difference of saying hey you you know you kind of mm-hmm. smell rather than like seeing it to mean like you're smelling get away from you know what I'm saying like right or you know making fun of them I think that like I said I think that kids nowadays are just cruel or they either feel like I have to be the mean kid going into school so no one picks on me so I kind of think like the whole um what was it? Twenty was it twenty two Jump Street, where you pick the you pick the toughest kid and just knock him out. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna mess with you <laughs> after that. I think that's if you can accomplish that knockout, I'm mm-hmm. sure no one will. That's if you can accomplish that knockout. Right. But I'm just saying. Like, Otherwise, <laughs> I'm just out. saying. I, yeah. I'm just saying. I think that's like that. Sometimes that are, that's like kids' mentality is. Mm-hmm. Hey, like. If I'm mean, no one's going to pick on me because everyone's going to be scared, you know, of me. Or maybe they're so used to being picked on that when they're finally able Mm -hmm. to pick on somebody, it gives them a sense of power that they lose anytime someone else has picked on them. And I wonder if that's where you get the bully, like the victim to bully bully. dynamic, Mm -hmm. you know, that that we kind of discussed. I think that part of it was interesting was when she mentioned the statistic of like 58% of people say they bully because they're retaliating. They're getting right. somebody back getting for back something they did to them. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting to me. That, I, I mean, I do agree with that. And anytime my kids come and they want to say like a situation happened, that's my first question is, what did you do? <laughs> what yes. did you say? Like what started the, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I felt like if Maybe they said something or did something because something they said. I'm like, well, maybe you need to say it, like, a little nicer or, mm-hmm. you know. And I and I agree with that. I feel that, like, a lot of people are like, hey, I'm going to bully you or hit you or do whatever because you said, done, whatever. So, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I really would have thought that it was the victim to bullying maybe would have been higher. And I don't know. That's just kind of what I was thinking in my head than what somebody just said they're going to bully somebody because they want to get them back for various reasons. I actually think that's a pretty realistic number because a lot of times mm-hmm. they're like, you stole my man, so I'm going to bully you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I heard you were saying something about me, so now I'm going to bully you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a very realistic number oh, that sure. 58% so of what age do that. Would that fall in? Um, I think any age group because like sure. somebody's like, oh, you stole my friend on the playground. Well, you stole my pencil. On yeah. My <laughs> I, I'm going to bully you. Right. It, it, any little thing can set somebody mm-hmm. off to where they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to show you mentality where they're like, I'm just going mm-hmm. to keep picking on you and showing you that I can mess with you. I think that's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the more 
people realize they can get to you, the more and more yep. and more they're gonna do. That's why I do. I tell the kids, and um, and I guess Tyler last year in the situation that he was in, you could say he was being bullied because this kid was continuously picking at him, continuously talking about his stepmom because she was white and Tyler's dad's black and. Um, and she works at the school and she's actually a special education teacher. So he kept talking about her being a special education teacher. Well, the reason he knew who his stepmom was is because he was in her class. And he continued to talk about Tyler and Tyler kept trying to ignore it and continued. And then I guess it got to other things and that he was saying. And, and it went to the point where Tyler finally just blew up one day and told him that he was going to slap the black off of him. Well, he got suspended for... Tyler got suspended for making racial slurs towards the kid, but the kid did not get suspended for bullying Tyler for months. I mean, I like I said... And, I, and they said, well, it's, it's the fact that he used racial slurs, so he's going to have to be the one in trouble. I said, well, you know what, Thaddeus? I said, I said next time... Tyler should just hit the damn kid because he's going to get suspended either way. Why? I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I know that people are going to be like, you should not teach your kids that. But if you're going to get suspended either way and you're going to be the one in the end being hurt still because nothing did happen to the kid and we knew nothing happened to the kid because his stepmom was a teacher there. So it's like it, they, he was at a charter school. It's supposed to be this big school that follows under kind of under the guidelines of a Christian school it's a they can't really say it was a Christian school but it was under those guidelines and it's like you're gonna push the bullying under the rug but you are gonna suspend my child for using a racial slur and because it could be construed as him being racist when he's mixed so it's kind of like mm -hmm. That right there is a big problem too. Schools pushing stuff to the side like it's not a big deal because they don't want their school being labeled as a school with their bullies. I think that goes back to me saying like they just they don't care as much, mm -hmm. so they kind of just turn the other cheek and like if I don't pay attention to it or if mm -hmm. I don't you know talk about it or listen to it like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I feel that the only way they want to do something about it is if you're literally like calling up to the school and saying hey like what happened and you're constantly like talking about it i mean that brings me back to the whole situation with brielle um the day when the little girl hit her on the leg and they tried to blame it on brielle they said well the little girl said she didn't do it so i can't say that she did do it and i was mad because i'm like it was physical on her <laughs> leg right. and the next day i come in and as soon as i walk in the door i got a report like, Brill got written up, and I said, what did she do? Uh -huh. And they're like, she knocked the ball out the little girl's hand. I said, did she hit the little girl? They're like, no, she just knocked the ball out of her hand. I said, so you write her up for knocking the ball out of the little girl's hand. And I got on Brill in front of the teacher, and I was like, don't touch her. Mm -hmm. Don't touch anything that she's playing with. Just leave her. You know, I got on Brill in front of the teacher, and I, and I went back to the teacher. I said, now, this is what I don't understand. I said, this is a problem that I have with you guys. I said, when my kids are being bullied, you turn the other cheek. I said, and this is physical stuff that you can see. I said, but the little girl cries because the ball gets knocked out of her hand, and my daughter gets written up for it. I'm like, where? what are you showing my kids? You're showing them that they can't trust you to keep them safe because you're going to write them up for something 
you know, right. as small as that. And I feel like if that's your policy, okay, fine. But when someone physically hits another kid, you need to write that kid, you know what I'm saying? You need to write that kid mm-hmm. up too. Don't say, well, she said she didn't do it, so I can't determine if she's lying or if she's not lying. And you can, like, this happened, and I came, like, three hours later, and I can still see the red mark. So, and Jabril's still limping. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's where I say, like, I think sometimes it, it they turn the other. Because she it was the other way. Okay. And I'm not saying that I don't believe <laughs> real. But what if some other kid hit their leg on the table and said, Brielle hit me. And then teacher's like, well, I didn't see it, but I'm going to write her up anyways. And your daughter's swearing up and down like, I did not touch her. She ran into the mm-hmm. table. And they're like, no, we had to write her up. And you say, did you see her do it? No. You'd be arguing the other way. You'd but say, when well, I they asked see them, it. So. But when I asked them about the basketball thing, I asked them, did they see her do it? Oh, and, and they she said, said no. They didn't see her do it. And it's no. like everything that happens, because even like Brielle and Carmelo got, they do these dance classes. And this is now because little girl goes to the actual school that they go to. But we took her, we took them out of that daycare mm-hmm. to another daycare. So we don't have problems with the older two, I should say, when it comes <laughs> to daycare. But we, um, they got in trouble Friday because the teacher told them that they couldn't go get breakfast in the morning because they had this little dance party where they play music and they're allowed to dance. Well, Burrell said that a lot of kids just left, you know, and went to get breakfast. So she thought that the teacher had told them that it's okay to get breakfast, so they wouldn't get breakfast. Well, they got in trouble for it. So I got on them, and I'm like, well, you need to make sure it's okay with the teacher before you leave. If the teacher told you no, just because you see other kids going, you need to check with the teacher. So, of course, like, I talked to them about it and said that, you know, you guys were in the wrong. Well, I picked Brill up on Monday, and she's really mad. I'm like, well, what happened? And she said the same little girl with the daycare because they go to the same school. What she did was when Brill and them left, she went with Brill and them. Then she went back and told the teacher because the teacher told her she lost, like, this little job that she had. So she told the teacher that it was all Brielle's fault and Brielle made her go so the teacher would give her her job back. So literally was like, I am so sorry, but I ha- I needed to get my job back, so I blamed it on you. And I was like, from this point on, I said, don't talk to her. I said, don't play with her. I was like, you've tried being nice. I said, obviously, I said, it's an ongoing thing. I said, mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing. She knows how to cry at the drop of a dime. I said, you're going to continuously letting her get you in trouble because you keep falling for the okie doke and trying to be friends with someone that doesn't want to be friends with you. Right. You know, she's she's not a good friend. I said, now you're a good friend because obviously you didn't go back and tell the teacher, well, I didn't make her do it. I didn't tell her mm-hmm. she had to go. She just came with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then again, it's like I have to tell her, like, you have to learn your lesson because you're going to keep getting in trouble, but just leave this little girl alone altogether. Don't try to be nice. Don't try to be friends. You know. Yeah, she's gonna have. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've been they... bullied before, like, in elementary school and middle school. I was bullied in middle school because I didn't have I a did. chest or a butt. So, <laughs> I mean, I had boys people... used to make fun of me and I used to go home and cry all the time. I used to ride on the bus and this boy would, like, spit, spit wads into my oh. hair. I didn't notice, though. Until I got up and I was walking. But I just ignored him. And he just stopped. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else on the bus thought he was an asshole. So it kind of works itself out when you ignore mm-hmm. people. Like when you get all upset, that's when people that's think when they, they yeah, keep doing, doing it. it. And they're like, I'm going to keep doing it because mm-hmm. now everybody's giggling and they think it's funny. 
when you ignore it, then people are like, that's really fucked up. I don't know how many times in school, especially like in high school, I was really, really quiet, like really, really quiet. People are like, do you even talk? And I would have people come up and like try and start stuff while I'm sitting there just for no reason, just because I'm sitting there. I would have people jump in and be like, you don't know her. Like, you need to leave the fuck alone. Like, it would be crazy because these people would know me. These people wouldn't. And it'd be like, I wouldn't have to say anything at all. I did say something to one person one time because she called me a mutt. And actually, we're friends now. She called me a mutt because I'm mixed. And I was like, well, I'd rather be a mutt than a purebred stuck-up bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet she didn't message you no more, did she? No. Which is so funny because we're really good friends now. See, I, hope I can remember, like, I was trying to sit back and remember... If I was ever bullied, I know I definitely would stick up for people who were being bullied just because I, I digged along with everybody and I was friends with everybody. But the only thing I can ever remember is in elementary school, there used to be this boy who would go around the school because um, Aldi was right down the street. And, you know, back in the day, that was a store if you were seen at, you were like dead broke and disgusting and you know, they acted like it was the worst store ever. Um, and he would go, that's what, that's the way he'd make fun of people. It's he'd go around saying, I seen you at Aldi's this week and you must be broken. Well, if he's seen you at Aldi, then Thank you must you. have been there. Well, that's, that was when he came over to me one day, he said, and I like ignored him. He came and said again, I ignored him. He said again, I said, well, dang, if you're seeing me at Aldi's at all this time, you must be there too because you're seeing everybody there. So you must be there a lot. <laughs> and he was like... And he just walked away, and then that was it. But I cannot, I can't really remember anything else that I can. I don't think that I was a bully when I was younger, like elementary school little kid, but my mom used to say that I was really bossy. Mm-hmm. So do you, what's the bully? <laughs> now it's so coming back, to, now it's coming back to kick her in the ass. Okay, because the Brielle, right? <laughs> and China. <laughs> Double whammy. Oh, but yeah. My mom said that, my, my parents said that I was like really, really bossy and like I wanted everyone to do everything my way. But I remember as a kid, if you didn't do it my way, I'm not planning, I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to go play a whole game. That's how she is now as an adult. <laughs> I am not like She'll take her ball and go home. <laughs> right. She's like, Forget you're it. not playing right. I'm going home. I'm going home. She's like, you can play this party how I want it. I just don't want it at all. <laughs> that is something that would be me. Take you know me too well because I'd be like, you know what? Nothing's wet. You, the party's over. I don't want to do it anymore. I have said stuff like that before. But I'm not a bully. But I'm not. I'm not a bully if I'm just like, you know what? The party's not going the way I planned. You know, it's just. It's got to go. Done. Over with. Peace. Get out of my house, people. I think I get overwhelmed so sometimes. So one day we're going to be on a podcast. She ain't going to like how it's going. So she's going to be like. Social 
emotional bullying happens when a child is left out of school activities or online discussion groups and boards. Cyberbullying is the act of using a mobile phone or the internet to do harm to others. This can involve sending someone nasty emails or photos, posting mean comments about someone on social networks, or even taking suggested photos with your cell phone camera and texting them to different people with the intention of humiliating a certain person. Well, then I guess that's all over the internet because all these memes are kind of hurtful. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the article really starts talking about stalkers, so... You know what one thing that like worries me I guess as a parent when it comes to bullying and not just for my kids mm-hmm. just for kids all over mm-hmm. is that kids nowadays are starting to take their own life because they can't yes. handle they can't they handle know. the situation and so they think like like that's the only way out and I mean it's getting to where this is happening kids in um, elementary school like mm-hmm. the fourth fifth graders are taking their own life because they can't, uh, you know, emotionally handle, you know, the kids being bullied, right. attacking them. And sometimes, like, I feel bad because they don't necessarily go and tell the teacher or tell mm-hmm. anybody. They just kind of keep, like, this to themselves. Right. And I think that's where I'm kind of a little happy that Real and Carmela told me everything because then they tell me and I can talk to them about it and I can tell them, like, you know, this happens. Not everyone is going to like you, even though you want everyone to like you. Not everyone's going to like mm-hmm. you. But I mean, and that's okay. They kids are need to like you. Yeah. And kids are hurtful. And I mean, Brills, there's this little boy in like third grade who said he was going to cut her off and and head off. There's kids that called her the B word. Oh, and I'm just like, and she's, this was like third, fourth, second, third, fourth grade. And I'm just like, kids are hurtful and mm-hmm. kids are, are mean. And she takes all of that to heart. So it's like, I still have to try to build her up because mm-hmm. kids are like putting her down and she's taking it to heart but I don't want her to turn around one day and be like this is my only way out and that's how kids are doing it and that's right. what's scary and I think more or less for I feel for kids that are smaller uh, I mean it's sad if it happens either way but I feel for like little kids for them to even know like if I take my own life that all of this will stop. Like adults, I think that mm-hmm. you know a little bit better, better how right. to handle situations or, <laughs> you know, than kids where mm-hmm. as an adult, you're not necessarily stuck in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you can remove yourself. So people don't feel kid, that way. I mean, a lot of people like who abusive do commit, relationships. Yeah, it's like abusive relationships or people who do commit suicide, they feel like that's their only way well, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm saying as a kid, though, you're stuck in that school. You're stuck with someone for eight hours a day. Yes, I get it. You're in a relationship and it's abusive and you feel like I can't You feel leave. like you'll be on the street if you leave. Yeah. You feel like if you leave, they're going to come after you. I mean, you feel trapped. I mean, yeah, do. As a kid, you feel trapped. You can go tell an adult. You can say, hey, every time I go to the bathroom, they always harass me then. Right. Could you walk with me? You. I mean, you could say these things to an adult. And- I mean... Or you have to, I mean, yeah, I think it gets to a point where they're, like, stalking you to the bathroom. That's a really, really, and, you know, and that's that really is extreme. What some of the, that's really extreme. Some of the um, articles said that, you know, it, it would get to that point to where this the students would make sure they watched their every move. So they knew exactly what they did. Or they'd have other, their friends spying on these people so they would know when they went into the bathroom so they could go 
stalk them. And it said at that point, kids then would just start acting like they were sick all the time and have to stay home. And and that's another thing, though. Like, I feel that um, when kids are actually sick, and I know it's a little off topic, mm-hmm. but with all of this going on and kids are faking, like, sickness because mm-hmm. of being bullied and, you know, not wanting to go to school, but then it kind of makes teachers, that's why they kind of turn the cheek. There's just like what Tiffany says. is like there are students that are calling wolf about certain things. Yeah. So teachers are turning the other way or not believing mm-hmm. it when there's a student that really needs help. So, yeah, you're in a situation, you're getting bullied, and like I said, some kids are scared to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. So they'll pretend to be sick, you know, and it's like, when I see my kids acting out and I'm like, this isn't your normal mm-hmm. and you know this isn't, like, how you, I, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like that parent that's like, but, you know, this is how, this isn't how I raised you. I'm like, okay, we're going to get to the bottom of mm-hmm. what is the problem. Why are you acting like this? Because you don't normally act like this. Like, you know, I try to get down to the bottom of it and I feel that sometimes, like, they, they don't want to tell you because sometimes my kids don't want to tell me, but I'm like, your behavior is telling me otherwise, you know? And instead of, I think, yes, teachers can't take out the time to sit down with every student and say, hey, what's going on? What's bothering you? Because they have so many students. But I think that's some of the problems when it comes to, like, you know, you being in school. And I think it's easier maybe for elementary school kids to kind of go tell a teacher but then you get to the point where it's like, I'm tired of you coming to me every two mm-hmm. seconds and snitching. Because my kids would do that, and sometimes I turn them away before they even can tell me. Because I'm like, I tell them, these are the only times that you can tell, but then they'll still come and tell about stuff that's like, that wasn't worth, you know, you telling. And I feel like that's how teachers get too. Where we as parents, we can take out that extra time to listen to our kids. Where they, this isn't, you know, my kid go mm-hmm. sit down, you know, I don't want to hear his tattling, I don't want to hear like any of this so they don't want to tell you know but I think once you get in like middle school high school you really don't want to go tell a teacher that someone's picking on you right well you know a lot of the um like not a lot but some of the kids you know that do commit suicide from being bullied because they feel like they have no other way out their parents say that you know we did go to the school we told the school this is a problem and they turned their head and said well we don't see it. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, you know it's a big, and, and that kind of like what we talk, we're talking about. It is a big thing because stuff is being reported, and schools are turning their head. You know, they have this huge anti-bullying system in place, and all this stuff, but they're still not doing everything that they can because, like you probably just said, they're just sick of kids ton, and they don't want to have to cipher through who's really being bullied and who isn't, and really. They don't have a lot of time to sit and do it, but at the same time, when all these kids, more and more kids are, you know, taking their lives because they don't know what else to do, something needs to be done. Um, You know, when we went to social media with it, I actually had a cousin call me um, because she didn't want to put it on Facebook, but my little cousin was actually bullied in elementary school. I cannot remember what grade she said it was. But she was bullied because she had a disease. She still has it, but as you're an adult, it gets less and less. Um, and her hair started falling out in clumps. So she'd have bald spots in her head. So they, And no matter how she would do her hair, you could see them. Um, one girl would make fun of her for that. Would tell her she's a crackhead and she's this and she's that because her hair is falling out. And she, she would dress very tomboyish. 
um, so they would the little same girl would make fun of her for that, saying you're a lesbian and um, my parents say if you're a lesbian, God's gonna send you to hell and you're gonna die and you're gonna this and you're gonna that and and I mean I guess this continued and continued and continued to the point where you know my little cousin she's like I I don't wanna go to school I don't wanna do this so they went to the school the school kept turning their cheek like well we don't see it happening what what can we do. And she said, till finally I had got physical, I think she said one day, and she said, she went to the school and she said, she said, I lost it. I said, you better effing do something or I'm calling the police or I'm going to do something. If you don't do something, the police are going to be here in two minutes. And then they set up a meeting to talk with the other kids' parents. And then when the meeting happened, she goes, no wonder that kid is like that. She said, you should have seen how these parents acted in there. Saying, well, my child would never do something like that. And, and you know, my child wouldn't do this and my child wouldn't do that. Well, they had even walked up after school to pick her up and heard the girl saying things to her. Right after school, she'd follow her out of school and harass her all the way till it was time for them to part their ways. And, and she said, you know, no wonder kids act this way thankfully that they were at the time of transferring to a new school but they were getting ready after that year they were transferring and it's just like it's still back then it was turned the other cheek and now it turned the other cheek but it took her to threaten the police or doing something herself before they would even agree to call in a meeting for it to happen i know tip you said you didn't really get any social media responses. I did not get any social media responses on it. Um, I did, I do have like a friend who's close to the family Mm -hmm. and they had a very serious case and I really don't want to speak on it. I wish, you know, she would have like comments or anything. I don't Mm -hmm. know if she got busy Um, because she did want me to blog about her story, Mm -hmm. but it's such a serious, drastic, um, like involved the courts type of scenario with bullying so i'd much rather her give her account of the story than right. to me for me to do it and not really give it the justice it deserves now that yeah, you said absolutely. that with the courts that actually happened to me in high school mm-hmm. um there's this girl and she was like bigger than everybody else and she was bullying somebody and i stopped in to like help the other person because i felt like so bad and i'm just like you know like, I think that, like, I'm not really a physical person unless you, like, really take me there. And mm-hmm. she took me there where I took off my shoes. And, I mean, if you know me, I've never really been like that. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, in the gym. I took off my shoes. I'm, like, ready to fight. And the teachers, they came and broke it up. And um, what she did was she followed one of my friends home, her and her aunt. And they stabbed her with, like, a they stabbed her with something. I don't know what it was. Oh and gosh. she called me. And at the time, I had my own house phone, and my parents had their house phone. And she called my house phone line. I don't know how she got my number. Mm -hmm. She got my house phone line, and she left a message. Well, my mom was home and heard the message. So I came home, and I was like, what happened? Like, what's this? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So she played the message back, and the girl threatened to kill me. And Mm -hmm. so my parents were like, I'm pressing charges. I'm calling the police. And me, I was kind of like, I'm not not worried about it. You know, but my my parents were just like that. Like, no, we're, we're taking this to court. So the girl that she stabbed, it was like two other girls, and we had to go to court one day to like all testify against her. And she never came to court that day, so we never had to like go into court, talk to the judge. Mm-hmm. We had to talk to like 
you know, lawyers and, like, stuff like that, but we never had to, like, go in and talk to the judge, and they were just like, well, you know, now she has a warrant out for her arrest, like, for the whole ordeal, but I'm like, that gets serious because that could have easily been me, you know, trying to help a friend that was being bullied, and, like, back then, I didn't think of it like that. I wasn't, like, I didn't think that it can turn, like, physical like that, but literally, she did it, like, right after school, and I'm like, that's just, you know, it's sad and it's unfortunate. And then it's like, this is, this is high school stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like you're an adult and you're helping her stay up. Right. You know, and another high school. Adults still, to this day, think that it is okay to do stuff like that. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That's like a lot of things. I don't like to watch people being picked on, even to this day. Like, I don't like it. And Kel will tell me. Because you need to mind your own business. No, what if they feel like they cannot speak for themselves? Like, somebody needs to be there to speak up for them. I'm just, I have always been that way. I'm not okay with it. And and I'm still to just say, like, no. Like, it will be, I think if my child ever truly gets in a situation where they are bully bullied, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be very hard for me not to, like, especially if we meet the parent and then you're like, oh. Well, I see why your kid acts this way. I'm, it's going to be hard for me not to I think to you have to teach your kid how to defend themselves. Because at a certain age, you can no, no longer fight their battles. You can no. fight them now while they're younger. Mm-hmm. But at a certain age, they're going to have to know how to handle themselves mm-hmm. against bullies. Even to solidify their own selves yeah. so that they're not falling into a depression because of because what other people think of you is not necessarily your worth mm-hmm. and and parents don't teach their kids that enough don't make yourself a victim mm-hmm. you know you you can't teach yourself to be like oh well because this person says this about me it's automatically right. true or that's how i need to feel about myself you have to mm-hmm. teach them self-esteem you have to teach them how to handle bullies you need to teach them that not every action deserves a reaction mm-hmm. you don't have to reply just because somebody says something to you every single time yeah you have to learn in your head that Sometimes people say things because they themselves are fucked up individuals. Mm-hmm. You need to tell them like, hey, sometimes people say mean stuff for no reason. Yeah. You just or let a reflection of themselves. You yeah, you just let them are. talk, you know? The more that you egg it on, the more it's going to just keep cycling right. and getting bigger. But we don't teach our kids that. We say, you know, oh, they're picking on you and like, now you're a victim. No, no. no. Just say, hey, like that person says something, how do you feel about it? You know what my biggest thing that I don't like, and I, like, I know my my mom has said it to Brielle one time, and I, it, it, I, I get it, like, I don't like when parents tell kids, oh, they're only doing this because they're jealous of you, like, oh, that's yeah. not, yeah. that's not it, like, no. I don't like to teach my kids someone's jealous of you, so if they call you ugly, they're jealous because you're really pretty. No, mm-hmm. well, if someone, not everyone's going to think that you're cute. You know, like, Brielle was mad because, like I said, she was upset because a little girl called her the B word. And I said, mm-hmm. well, do you feel that's what you are? And she's like, no. I said, okay, well, then that's not what you are. I said, people call on me that all the time, probably mm-hmm. every day. I said, but, right. I said, it just depends on what you feel about yourself as in how you want to, you know, take the whole situation. I do, and, and that's why I told Rihanna, ignore that girl, ignore that girl, ignore that girl. You know what? Finally turn around and say something. It's like Jordan last year. He had, he loved these shoes from Walmart. Like, they were a pair of tennis shoes from Walmart. I really don't care. I am not that one that my kids have to have a certain type of shoe and all this. 
So I'm like, fine, you need new shoes. Like, they'll probably only last a couple weeks, and then they're going to break, and then whatever. It'll get you through the couple weeks you love them. Fine. They're 15 bucks. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Well, all of a sudden, like, I mean, he would wear them faithfully every single day. He stopped wearing them. And I was like, what happened to your shoes, buddy? Did they break? No. mm -mm. Well, what's wrong? Nothing. The next day, he didn't want to wear them. But it was wrong. Like, these were, like, have been, like, your faithful shoes. You have kicked your flip-flops to the side for these shoes. Like, what is going on? And Kyle was like, just leave him alone. Maybe he doesn't like the shoes anymore. No, because he has done this. Like, I can tell by the way he's reacting something is wrong. And finally, I said, you just need to tell me, or I'm going to ask the teacher if something happened. And there was this little girl in his class, and he said, she was telling me that my shoes were cheap and they were ugly and they were this and that hers were better because her mom only buys her Jordans and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, first of all, that has nothing to do with you. I said, that's that's her and that's her opinion. And, it's, you know, I said, unfortunately, as a preschooler, it's probably an opinion that came from an adult who shouldn't be saying something like that. I said, but just because you wear one type of shoes, I said, mommy wears $2 flip-flops from um, Old Navy all the time. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I'm like, it's not a reflection of you and those are your favorite shoes. If you want to wear them, you wear them. I said, you should never stop doing what you're doing because you're afraid of how somebody else will look at you. Don't, it doesn't matter. And then, um, and then Calvin had actually picked the boys up one day when the mom was picking up the daughter and I guess she was on her cell phone. Comes like, mm, I get it now. That little girl don't have no chance because this mom is horrible. But and and I I my mom was always the parent that said, if you get in a fight you better walk away. You better not, you know, do this and you better not do that because if you do I get a call, you're gonna be in trouble at home. So we were always on the three-strike rule. Like, the first one, you ignore me, walk away. Mm -hmm. Two, you go and tell an adult, like, hey, mm -hmm. keep messing with me. Three, you turn around and you haul the fuck off and you pop him. See, like, that's just how my I, dad was. My, my dad was that way. Like, even though we didn't live with my dad, my, you know, he was remarried. I had a brother and sister from that marriage. My dad was... Somebody better not hit you and you better not turn around and walk away. If they this hit you, start it, you better finish it. Because you cannot walk away. Like, I don't think my mom understood that. You cannot just have somebody hit you and you turn around and walk away because kids swarm you. They do this, and it's like, if anything, they're going to push you, you back into the fight. You can get along with, like, one shove. If they shove right. you, you try and walk away. Right. At, at that point, at the second one, no, you just mm -hmm. go. You just go with I, it. I remember in middle school, this girl, we were in gym, and I don't know why, mm -hmm. what happened. And... She, like, we were in gym, we were running laps, mm -hmm. and she kept, like, running, she, like, like every time she would run past mm -hmm. me, she would shove me. She did it, like, five mm -hmm. times, and I just kept ignoring it. I'm just like, okay, I've been okay. Like, so, about, like, <laughs> the sixth time she came, and I'm like, if this bee shoves me what? one more time. She laughed so, you six times, you know? Well, because I, I was just, like... <laughs> I was just maybe, talking. You, maybe you were in her way. I was talking with somebody else and you're kinda of like running and talking, mm. but she came out and I just like shoved her and she flew across the gym floor. And of course I got in trouble for it, but right. I'm like, she like shoved me like six times and I right. kept ignoring it. And I'm like, you know, by like that time mm -hmm. and like I said, I'm not a fighter. It's not my first instinct to like just hit right. me. In my mind I want to, but I don't physically do it. But I'm like that time I was like, no. 
Yeah. I've never been in a physical altercation. I have. I have been never. in a few. With other than my Almost. siblings. Never. I, no, I've well, been in a other few. than my siblings, yeah. One time, my brother, I don't know, called me a bitch, and I bet he would never call me a bitch again, because we were driving. And oh, he, that's even... Well, he would always be like, I was just talk all this crap. You're a bitch. You're just, you're just funny. I was like, you know what? No. Turn around. I hit him. I said, open your door. We're, we're, we're just at a stop sign. I don't really care. Open your door. He opened the door. I said, bam. I kicked him off the car, shut the door, went home, locked all the doors, and he couldn't get in the house. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of physical altercations with my brothers and sisters. That's another story. Yeah. But no. I, I've had a few all in middle school, though, and I think that I was just tired Dang, of playing. Dang, is a fighter. Okay. I am not a fighter, but I think I've it was just like... One. I think it was, my mouth gets me out of a lot of situations. My, I'm funny. I think you know that's my thing. I I just don't. I think people think sometimes that you're people are quiet, and then the second you speak up and talk back, they're like, oh, no. I mean, I've gotten myself like mouthwise out of a lot of situations, but I think those mm-hmm. situations were more or less like you, like I kept ignoring it and you kept pissing off, and so like my first instinct was to like physically like I just must have been out so of the So Danielle's part of the retaliation fifty eight percent of bullying. But I didn't bully. I Danielle just like if you're I just bully. felt like if you talk and you're just talking like that's fine. But like once you put your hand on me, then oh, I just yeah. like I didn't give you a second chance. Like that girl like she was lucky she got like that many times to shove me. But the other ones like as soon as you put your hand on me then we were like literally Fight. Like I fought on the bus one time. We were getting on the bus. Do and the you bus driver like, you know, talked about me and Lisa. Like, oh, there's so much more outspoken. And she, they she's are. so quiet and sits oh, back. So and, innocent. You know. and two, this is all in middle school. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. High school. I wasn't going to court in high school. I'm telling you, yeah, I was taking off my shoes in gym trying to fight people up in high right. school. Right. Saying. I mean, it looks like um, we're about out of ice cream. So let's do shot round really oh, quick because yeah. we're doing shot round. Shot round. I think then, Lisa tried to get out of it. I know. I she bought don't the liquor for it. Right? And, but she, she tried to get it, out okay. of it. She was like, you know what? We're out of ice cream. So. But since we're doing shot round now, I do just want her to give the, um, I looked up the National Suicide Prevention Line just in case anybody listens and kind of feels like they need it. It's 1-800-273-8255. It says it's 24 hours, seven days a week, English, Spanish, any language that you need um they're there for you because i don't want to take some shots and then forget to say it <laughs> on there all right guys oh gosh here so we go. i only got four questions today so hopefully you guys and missed some of today these. we're doing um fireball because it was on nice sale <laughs> and these are true or false questions so if we get them all right mm-hmm. then i guess we'll just take a celebratory right. shot hmm. all right all right First question, and these are all about podcasting because I figured oh, since we do a podcast, mm-hmm. so they're all true or false, so it should be really fairly 50-50 chance. Okay, so true or false, the term podcast is derived, de- derived, <laughs> I think I've been drinking a little too much, from the media hmm. player iPod and the term broadcast when the two words were merged. Huh? Say that again. Okay, so basically it's saying true or false. Is podcast like the pod meaning mm-hmm. iPod and cast meaning for broadcast? Is that how it became false? I think that's false. Yeah, it's actually true. Oh, are you Dream serious? Objects? That's lame. That's, that's, Nobody likes Apple, is, just so you guys know. It is kind of lame because no, except no, for no. all you iPhone people who are behind the times in technology. 
just and you know my update just just so drink like, up miss android <laughs> oh, <you're> <laughs> <laughs> i forgot they both have iphones mm-hmm. all right clankety clank clank mm-hmm. uh, since we suck and can't get anything mm. all right, all right. Mm. ready for question mm. number two okay true or mm. false one of the creators of podcasting was a former mtv video jockey wait what one of the creators of podcasting mm-hmm. was a former MTV video jockey. Is that true or false? Let's go with true. I would bet true because, oh, my throat is burning. Okay. Um, Are you sure it was? <laughs> it's like my throat is burning. So true? Well, now I want to say false. <laughs> no, I don't want to change that. y'all. I'm just joking. <laughs> I would say true. I mean, right. I thought, true. yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, that's true. Whew. Mm. Maybe I won't be sick in the morning. (laughs) During the latest annual survey in 2015, it was found that 48% of the U.S. adults listen to audio podcasts. True or false? False. They say it again. During the latest annual survey in 2015, it was found that 48% of U.S. adults listen to audio podcasts. No, that's probably false. Lots people don't oh, seem to know no. what a podcast is. No, no the, it's actually 33%. <laughs> it's, like it's lower than that. Yeah. Yeah. 49% of, this is the last question, guys. 49% of Americans ages 12 and up um, are aware of podcasting. Like the, this, These are numbers for early 2015, so like the beginning of the year. So they're saying 49% uh, of Americans ages True. 12 and up are aware of podcasting. Not that false. That's a big number. True. False. It's mm-hmm. true. Oh, jeez. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Go, Lisa. You sure you don't want to take another one? I'm sure. <laughs> this is making my throat burn. Well, if you had some be from Chata with this, I'd, I'd no, totally No, you know what I did one. look for? The, um, what's the apple we like to mix it with? Oh, the apple cider beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I looked for it, but they didn't have single bottles, so I said forget it. They didn't have cans. You chug. No, because I'm gonna mix and mix. Go, Lisa. Go, Lisa. Woo! We'll have to give you guys an update if Lisa got over her cold because Mm -hmm. of it. I can fucking breathe already. (laughs) And Daniel gave these big old shot glasses. Well, that's because Ashley complained when we used his nice ones last time. They I nice, think were these they? would be his nice ones, not those. Yeah. <coughs> one of his decanters. So I think um, Ashley needs some new shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> those ones are a lot smaller than these ones, so I was like, oh, yeah, just oh, yeah that's my whole point. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, right. looks like we're out of um, ice cream. And a half a bottle of Fireball now. <laughs> so it's only a little one. <laughs> Till next time. See ya. Bye.